Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Back with another playoff edition of the greatest podcast in the world. We're not going to waste no time. We're going to get right into the series that's over in the second round. The brooms were brought out, boys. The brooms were brought out by LeBron and company, and they sweep the number one seed for the first time since forever. I want to give a special shout-out to a dude on Twitter. His name is Strides, but this shout-out ain't your typical shout-out. He <laughs> tweeted a co-host of mine, Kenny, and this is what he said. He's a Raptors fan. He said this with a DeMar DeRozan Abbey, by the way. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to see actual analysis on the series, not some fucking Raptors choke they suck on the podcast. Here go your analysis. And then the uh, Raptors choke. Exactly. They suck. <laughs> and then another dude said, no offense to those guys, but if you want analysis, you should listen to something like Dunk Dunk. Which this makes is, sense. This is my response to you. The reason why I feel like we're one of the best podcasts on the podcasting platform or in the podcasting world is because we're not going to waste your time. If there is nothing to analyze, we are not going to analyze it. We are not uh, these shows that you see or you watch and listen to where they analyze something that don't need to be analyzed. It's quite simple as far as the series goes. The Raptors have been a better team record-wise throughout the season. They even beat their team in first round in six games. And LeBron James, who they fear, knows that they fear him. He came in and stepped on their necks from the very first second of the series. And that's about it. There's no reason to look into three-point percentage or, uh, you know, field goal percentage or how many assists. They were beat from the first second of the series. And that's the, that's it. They didn't look good the whole series. At all. That first half of game one. Game one, they were up by 10 with seven minutes left in the game, and they blew it. And after that, it was just downhill. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do after that? Against LeBron. LeBron just came out and was like, you know what? I think I want to win game one. And Toronto, <laughs> notorious for blowing game ones, and boom, yeah. that, that's just how it worked. And then game two, you had LeBron. LeBron hit 37 turnaround shots, and there was nothing you can do about that. Game three, they DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan. Yeah, you're close. DeMar DeRozan didn't play in the fourth quarter. I, I, Dwayne I Casey went another way. Um, and I, I kind of understand why, because when he was on the court, the team wasn't that great. And then the, the unit that they had out kind of brought the game back. They literally eliminated him from the series completely. But you said Once they again. wouldn't do it. And I told you they why. I didn't know why you said that. Why you were so sure that they wouldn't do it. I was just so confused. Their offense was you were be so better. sure. Their offense was better than this year. Supposedly. So sure. yeah. It somewhat looked like they, the Cavs' defense was way yes. better. Yes. And I, I wanted to like, apologize to the yeah, Cavs. They, they look like a, don't say that. Don't like, say all that. No, because, even, even Cal Corbett was playing defense. Because you remember before the series or the uh, playoffs even started, I said, I don't see how a team that was ranked, what were they, 28? Yeah, they can yeah, turn it up on defense so right. quick. I was like, what if they make the championship with the defense? And he was like, uh, if they I don't do, so. I'm, I'll stop paying attention to stats. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then that, I wanted to ask y'all that. Do stats or does the, pl- the regular season matter? Well, they literally, they literally stopped one of the best offenses in the league, so. They, Not to me. That was my switch. whole point of saying, what if they make it? Because I'm like, they have LeBron James. I can't doubt him. I, I just can't. He's leading by example. I can't. <laughs> They're following him. I get He's asked after hard. every episode or every new series, I continue to get asked, um, do you think LeBron's going to get tired? Because I keep picking the, the Cavs in every series. So You, you, you just got to say, I don't know. Well, I don't think, is, I think he's going to yeah. get tired. He's at rest. He's at rest now. You sweep the team, sweep you got a couple team. days off. He went out rest. I'm still, I'm still taking him. Because, I mean, he's played every game this year, and hasn't. nothing has shown me that it affects him. Like, I, that's just what it is. Um but it's the DeMar DeRozan thing might cost Dwayne Casey his job, in my opinion. I just don't. Kyle Lowry show up either. I don't, I, I don't think, well, that, that could play a part, but some of the other things that he did may cost him his job, too. Like, game four, he brought out Bebe. Why the hell was Bebe on the court? 
He ain't played a single second this entire awful. series, and he was minus 10. He had two turnovers awful. and two minutes. Why is Pascal Siakam picking up LeBron at half court? He's their best defender no, other, why, other than OG. Why are they pissing him up at, picking him up at half court, though? Why are you picking up LeBron at half court, letting him go right by you? Who in the league can stop LeBron? I like the adjustment uh, of starting Ibaka at the five, but I felt like it was too late. Ibaka was four. terrible this entire series. Um, what happened to Surge? Defensively, what happened to Surge? I don't know. He some the game, game yeah, yeah. Some of the he games started. he had, he's yeah. been decent. I think he had like four blocks. But I'm thinking about like three. Like when he was, we talking about the OKC when his nickname was oh, Ibaka. Well, I mean, he's well, not, he ain't been that person. Per- yeah, he ain't been that person. I feel like OKC ruined that. OKC ruined it. As soon as they started making him and be that shooter. stretch four, yeah. that's when his defense became like it started to uh, decline. The I said that on Twitter that this team should be ashamed, and it's not because they lost because LeBron has destroyed the Eastern Conference for close to a decade now. It's not that they lost; it's that they lost. How they lost in four? Yeah, and they were guarding LeBron one on one. Their defensive strategy was non-existent because the Cavs put around you know a lot of shooters around him, especially when you have Kevin Love out there at your five. You really I still have feel like you gotta let the others beat you. LeBron can easily beat you. You see him. He's with, gonna beat you with a double team because he's a, such a hell of a pass. He's not I, one I, dimensional player. You can't just double team him and say we're gonna take off your scoring. He can beat you in many different ways. I'll let the George Hills. Uh, now nah, I would double team on the game winner because you know you you know he's getting the ball. So I would say okay, now we're gonna force Jr. to hit a clutch big time three to win this game because we're gonna just send another guy. Him. Now that will, but throughout the entire game, you're gonna double team LeBron James. I cannot do that when Kyle Korver. And I think Kevin they should have did it like how they did the roles and they threw double teams at him randomly and took the role. That, but you can do that because the roles it is not LeBron James. I still feel like you could you could have eliminated some. It's well, easier said than done. We might see Brad Stevens try some shit next round. Because, you yeah, know, he is, he is the be, superior coach. I wouldn't be surprised if Philly came back and forced the game seven. We'll talk about that. I would, I would force the game seven, but not win. Is that what, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I, I still want to keep going with this Raptors series. So somebody on Reddit named Annalisa Petruka, um, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, said, here, here are two things that we should be considering. Talk about the L.A. Clippers. Six consecutive playoff appearances under Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan. Set a regular season win record for the franchise three times. Not a single finals appearance labeled as a playoff choker. Then we go to the Raptors. Five consecutive playoff appearances under Lowry and DeMar DeRozan Corps. Set a regular season franchise win record four times. Has yet to win a single playoff series in less than six games. But the subreddit or the world is saying, nah, they're going to end up being contenders every year. But we talk about the Clippers side. When the Clippers were going, we, we knew it. Like, we knew this team is not going to win a championship. But for some reason, some people get wrapped up with the Raptors. But they, they're pay, they parallel so well. You know what I mean? I heard that before. So I don't, I'm, really, I'm not even sure if that person really even came up with that. Because I heard that before this series, the uh, parallel between the Raptors and Clippers. Um, I don't know why people on Reddit always do that. Because Ramona Shelburne. Reported to Paul George. She brought up the Paul George to the seventy sixes idea, but I remember you when you introduced it. You you had got it off Reddit, but anyway, um, yeah. I mean, I never. I don't think any of us thought they was contenders. I don't remember. They had me convinced. They had uh, me fooled this year, but I guess they just got to go. I would with say to some extent, yeah, same here. Same here. No, I thought they were better, but I never thought, I thought they, they would be. I thought this was their year. I originally had them winning the series, but they couldn't even win a damn game. <laughs> it's just, they, they got to You, gotta you can tell after that game one, they kind of felt that blow to the chest. And then at game three, they was like, damn, we right here. 
then the game went out. I think that just took the life out of because game even, four wasn't even really even good. It, no, they lost by thirty five points. Yes, but <laughs> game game three, even the game winner, I feel like that was a blowout loss. I mean, I know it was a game winner, but that I I've never the felt games like were a big. They came back. Yeah, they came back. But even when they came back, I never was like, oh, it's a game now. I just knew the Cavs was gonna win. I just knew for whatever reason, I just knew the Cavs was gonna win. I don't know if it was because Demar Derozan was on the bench or whatever it was. LeBron was on the court. On the court, that's why. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> it does. But that Demar Derozan situation is just very interesting. It's, it's it's very interesting because if you if you pull a move like that, you got to win. You know what I mean? Because I remember T.J. McConnell against the Boston Celtics when Ben Simmons had one point. He was like four for four. Had a big off. He was playing real well. But uh, you know they still put Ben in because that's our guy. You know what I mean? We you rather lose with your best player than to kind of lose with a sub. I guess I don't know. But that's going to be a very interesting dynamic, and I would, I would, you got, I mean, at this point, you, there's no reason. Would you guys like Demar Derozan being your go-to guy? Yeah, I think he's a good go-to guy. With that Toronto Raptors team, no, I don't. I just don't like that team. But I, I think Demar Derozan is solid. Is he the best player on a championship team? No, not 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 a chance. But that team is just bad. I think he's a good number two option. Bad, I don't think he should be your number one. Badly structured team. I don't know. I feel like even if he was a number two option, it's going to be like a really close number two, like a Bradley Beal and John Wall. Because he, he can give you 30 a night. Yeah, he can. Until somebody really Until game plan for him. Yeah, that's why, he needs, that's why he needs a guy that's equivalent to him instead of a guy that's lesser to him like Kyle Lowry. And there's, no, there's nothing else around that team. That's why they can double team because they don't fear anybody else on that team. They say, here, Larry can do what he want to do. We'll let OG on Anubis hit some threes. Ibaka, you only going to score like 11 points. Valentunas, you're, then he, they benched you because he couldn't defend anything. So they don't, re- I would do the same thing. If you- Sports Center had this. Y'all probably saw it. LeBron James throughout the series had 136 points. DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry combined had 138 points. LeBron James had 33 rebounds. DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry had 30. LeBron James had 45 assists. DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry had 46. And LeBron James shot 57 for 103, while DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry shot 53 for 108. So this one man and LeBron James outplayed both of these all-star caliber players up north. And then also had got help. So, Kevin Love played his ass off this series. The whole, this is the first ass off to him. The reason why I wasn't sure about this series is because in the first round, nobody did anything for the Cavs except for LeBron. But when we get to round two, everybody stepped up. JR had a couple games where he was like four for five from three. Kevin Love had his 30 point game and another 20 point game. And Cal Corver has been unstoppable from behind the arc this whole series. So, that was the reason why. I was like, I don't have a prediction because I didn't know what we were going to get from each team. You never know what you're going to get from the Cavs. I think they were going to play defense out there, though. I was looking at their rotations. They was definitely on point. Like, somebody yeah, stepped man. in. That's, that's, that's LeBron so was weird making rotations that you weren't seeing him make in a regular season, and he was there. Yeah. I thought they were going to be, beat the Raptors regardless of, uh, <laughs> of their defense. Of Kevin Love and J.R. and Cal contributions. If they were going out giving up 130 a night, I don't think they were going to win. They had to play defense. I wasn't speaking on defense. I was speaking on the contributions of Kevin Love, J.R. Smith, and the help. What do y'all think? You're going to have to win defense and win any game. What do y'all think the game plan is for uh, Toronto this offseason? Drastic changes. I think uh, you're going to have to fire your coach. Probably. You're probably going to have to trade DeMar DeRozan or Kyle Lowry. They might try to lean to Lowry because DeMar DeRozan is a staple in the fan base, but... 
I don't know who is going to want Kyle Lowry at this point. Yes, yeah, what thirty two years old. When you look at him; he doesn't look like he has that much trade value. Not many people on the team do because of the contract. Serge don't have a lot of trade value. Probably the best trade value asset they have is DeRozan. Is DeRozan, but we they probably not going to trade him. But Jonas. But then again, around the league, what team needs a center? Yeah, not many. So and you know they they shouldn't trade OG Ananobi. He had a good. So they might be forced to trade Demar Derozan, even if they yeah, don't want to. Try to. That might be I mean, only like have a little bit of a rebuild. That might Which be your only <laughs> option. It, I don't know, man. As a front office, you you always got to look at it like we right there, but they're right there every year, and that shit never works. So exactly. something got to so just. Gotta, you might have to just make that big yeah, change. Exactly. Do you think they wait until see what LeBron does in free agency before they do anything? I heard that, but I mean. Because LeBron I, goes I out west. I would. I would. You don't know. They won six games with the Wizards as an AFC. Guess what? But, so I, in my mind, they wouldn't have been able to keep up with the Sixers or the Celtics. So I, I, I just don't think that they got it like that, personally. And the, the East is only getting better. Because if the, if the Pacers was able to take the uh, Cavs to seven games, they might have been able to beat the Raptors in the series, too. I don't know. We, nobody knows, of course. But, hey. Did y'all see at the end of the game? Did y'all know that Rodney Hood turned yeah, down? Turned, yeah, <laughs> he turned down what? Going in the game late. Like. So he didn't it played LeBron's garbage time. Uh-huh. Garbage time minutes. He hasn't really played this entire series. He's like, he you know what? I'm good. The whole series, which is a, a terrible thing because considering he's a free agent this offseason. <laughs> and he was supposed to be a big part of this thing. After oh, man. Larry Nance Jr. hasn't played the second round either. That's how Ty, that's how Tyron Lue coaches. Since he's been coaching the team, you might not play one series and you might be in the, the final. Shannon Fry would not play the entire playoffs and then he would be playing against the Warriors in the finals. That's just how Tyron Lue does it. It's about so. putting the right lineup out there, depending on what your opponent is. And maybe, I just think it, maybe you know they what I mean? The guys. Game, game seven or or it's game four and y'all about to get swept and you you know what I mean? That's different. But when y'all win in the series, you, you got to just do whatever. Even if you bother by it, you, you can't let it show. Because How much I mean? time was left when he it did like this? Like six minutes. I would have went my ass and tried to show up. Right. It was up 30. That was That's what I, a lot of people were saying. It was been a good time for him to try to get a rhythm, you know, that he, he hasn't show, had. He could show maybe I need um, to be playing. But he didn't, so. Did the update say for LeBron? Like he yeah. he refused to play garbage minutes for LeBron. Is that what the update said? Because I'm pretty sure that's what it said. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Because I mean, LeBron didn't tell him to go in the game. You know, that's a coaching job. I think that's just some shit that you just put in and make it sound good. Like what? What do that? How do people even? What do people even get that from? Yeah, how, it how don't make sense. That? He play, He yeah. He just didn't play garbage time for LeBron. <laughs> yeah, we gonna keep it. We gonna keep all the starters out there. You just, you just go in for LeBron. That don't even. That's <laughs> he didn't even play the same position as LeBron. It's just stupid. Gain, I gained more respect for Tyron Lue based off this series. Um, I still don't know if he's a really good coach we're or a bad out. coach. We're going to find out next round. Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out next, round. Gonna find out next right. round. Whether Because, no, regardless if you go back, because if the Sixers come back from this, it's going to be Brett Brown going to have to do something with them with that comeback if they come back for 3-0. So regardless of who they face, he's going to be some good coaching. The Sixers ain't about to just come back from 3-0 off of bad coaching shit. So whoever... Whoever they play is about to be some good coaching. So let's just move on to that series. We didn't get to talk about game three, so let's let's take a back to game three. Um, it was it was one of the more entertaining games of the playoffs. It ended up 101-98, overtime game. Michael Al Horford with the game winner. Al Horford with a game winning bucket, steal, blocks. Al Horford looked like a superstar out there without scoring more than like 23 points. <laughs> And that's that's what I say about Al Horford. Like people are like, oh, you gave max money to a guy that don't average twenty plus. 
but you see his impact way more than scoring the ball. Yeah. He, for the first two games, he did his job with clamping up Ben Simmons perfectly. Ben Simmons had two points, I mean, one point in the second game. Game three, he's doing a good job clamping up Ben Simmons. Uh, Aaron Baines fouls out, and now he has to switch out to Joel Embiid. Two good blocks on Joel Embiid, forced him to take bad shots, got the game winning steal, got the game winning bucket, and this is why you pay him max money. Mm-hmm. But to the people who uh, had a problem with that before, Al Horford wasn't like that before. Never. I mean, he's never always been a, he's always been a solid player. But I mean, he earned his money this time around. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Brad if you think Stevens, about it, him that Hank, He's not a system. I'm not saying he's good because he's with the Celtics or whatever. But I'm just saying Brad Stevens enhanced yeah. all of his good con- uh, yeah. attributes. Because they too, they too, like Al Horford is a very, like probably the, one of the smartest big men in the league. Yeah. He's always been a very intelligent player back when he was in college. So you take his basketball IQ and put it with Brad Stevens and they can, you know, yeah. bring the best of his quality. So NCAA you know, champion, right? With two, two times. Back to back. Joe Kim, Joe Kim Noah, Noah and Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer and them. Yeah, man. That's why I said. Billy Donovan. Too. That's why that yep. Atlanta team was back at the top a couple years ago because yeah. him, and, him and Paul Millsap had uh, uh, yeah, him, so well Paul Millsap. They had, you know, Jeff T, Culver, Josh Smith one year, Joe yeah. Johnson. He was on a lot of good teams with them, but I don't think they had the type of yeah. coaching. Yeah, and I, and like because they, they actually about to probably face his old coach. Uh, Larry Drew coached that Hawks team a couple years, didn't he? Well, I know Mike Woodson did. I, I'm not sure. Mike Budenholzer was the one that, that took him yeah, to the number yeah. one seed. I'm early with Joe Johnson, though. I think it was uh, Larry Drew or Mike Woodson. But, yeah, Al Horford is a very, very smart big, and he is earning his money. Uh, but I do understand the doubt or the confusion about when he first did get the money. Mm-hmm. Um, if the 76ers do lose this series, like tonight or whatever, they're going to look back at that game, and that's going to haunt them for the rest of the summer because – J, that that JJ Reddick play mm. that 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 they one had eat three him up. plays like that. Eat him up. Holy eat shit! Him up. Um, ben Simmons had the same thing when he tried to throw Joel. That's a steal by Al Horford. I feel like that's him and Joel because I feel like in crunch time, you know they playing you that tight. You got to Joel and B. You got to come to that ball and Ben Simmons. You got to make a safer pass. Yeah, man. So both of y'all got to you know what I mean because I'm not Joel and B. Kind of like stop and thought he was gonna steal Al Horford. I, and in a game like that, Al Horford not about to just, you know what I mean, just like play behind you. He going for the ball. You know he going for the ball. You can feel when a defender is riding you. You know he's on you. So you got to go get that ball. And that's a questionable play. Because why are you bringing Joel Embiid out that far? But, I mean, I guess he's a safety a safety net for them to throw the ball to. But who knows? The, I, was, I was visibly, or not visibly. Um, so the one play... Well, Ben Simmons gets the offensive rebound and shoots it back up with mm-hmm. 23 seconds left. Yeah. I, I was sitting here and I was like, what the hell are you doing? If he pulls that ball out, passes it to a, a free throw shooter, they win this game probably. Mm-hmm. If J.J. Reddick don't make that pass, they win the game. Yeah. And then the Ben Because the Ben Simmons thing, it was like, why would you go up? But I, I'll take him going up over the J.J. Reddick pass because he was five feet away. He could have took it out, but if he, he goes up with that ball five feet away and makes it, nobody is nobody Ref, questions it. Refresh my memory. Was that was that Ben Simmons shot in overtime, or was that in regulation? I believe that was in overtime. Okay, it, it might have been in regulation, but I'm gonna say overtime. I, I, I want to say overtime too, um, but nonetheless, they end up losing game three. Down. You talking 3-0. about when he threw it up quick? 
No, he got the offensive rebound and went back up. Yeah, instead, instead of pulling it out, you know, and try to get rid of time, he went right back up and he missed it. He, like, short-armed it and it just, yeah. he just missed. So, never in a million years would I have predicted that the Boston Celtics would be yeah, up 3-0. 3-0. <laughs> uh, but they did up do it, end up doing it. And then last night, we got game four. Where the Philadelphia 76ers come back with some fire and they keep their series, uh, their season alive with a lot of help from TJ. TJ McConnell. Listen, Brett Brown may not be an amazing coach, but him benching Robert Covington, probably the best thing he could have done. Because Rocco has been incredibly inconsistent. One game, one game he scored one point, and then the next game he dropped 20. And then this game he drops three. He had like three fouls in three minutes or um, in six minutes. He's just been incredibly inconsistent for them this playoff series, and that's that may be a reason why they have been struggling because yes. he, he is a big he, part he, of the team. Jack balls, bro. Yeah, yeah, he do. He take a lot of questionable shots, and I, I'm not ready to throw, I'm not ready to take uh, the the uh, the title of being a good coach away from Brett Brown because a lot of that shit was just out of his control. He can't he can't do nothing about JJ Reddick making that pass. You know what I mean? I know he probably be getting out-coached, but Brad Stevens is a superior coach to them to everybody except Popovich. So, I mean, he's going to out-coach 95% of the league. So, I, I still think Brad Brown is a good coach. This is a very young team. This is the first time in the playoffs. He, you know what I mean? It's the first time as a head coach he's in the playoffs. So, I, I'm, I'm still... I'm still um... Basketball season is finally back. And you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team Every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there will be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Having good feelings about hey, if Brett it's Brown. A, if it's a blowout next game and mm-hmm. Celtics up, are you just throwing Markel out there? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I don't, he ain't touching the floor. I, I mean, see, because yeah, a lot of these I games wanna, yeah, they, yeah, but I, I do want to see some Markel folks, though. Oh, yeah. We, yeah we gonna How see do you him. think he feel, like, personally? I feel like Well, he hasn't, he hasn't played seat. most of the season, so you don't want to put him out there. I, I, I'm, no, uh, no, I feel like TJ McConnell had the good game. He was, you know, T. He yeah, yeah, he's, so, he's like a good team. He's not showing it. At least, you yeah. know, of course, any competitor wants yeah. to be out there. Yeah. But I'm just happy he's not showing it and pouting, uh, doing all that little dumb shit. Because then that wouldn't make pulling no the sense. Pulling the Demar Derozan and stuff. Man, Demar, <laughs> <laughs> Demar, crazy. He hit that game winner and that man face was hilarious, bro. They said uh, the coach said you anything about what. No, you got to you got accent. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that um, with TJ McConnell starting, then we'd get Markel because he'd be the guard off the bench. Right, but they're like, nah. We have about Marco Bellinelli bring the ball up the court sometime. And I mean, I mean, it worked out. It worked out. They end up getting this W. This is the the role team we saw the Boston Celtics be the first round. They yeah. kind of just struggled offensively the entire game, and Philly took advantage of that. And now they live but to this fight another day. Actually, won a game on the road. He's speaking to game four. He's speaking to game three. Oh, 
They actually won a game on the road this time. Right. That's why he said they're being that team that we're we being saw. The team that, they're being the team that we saw in the first round by losing game four. But and the bad just thing is they, gotta go, they go back home. They go back game, home. So. And they're undefeated there this playoffs. So we'll see how, this, how things go. Um, Jason Tatum was the only guy to really do stuff. 20 points dub, for him. Right? Yeah, 20 points for him. But everybody else just kind of struggled. Even Al Horford struggled 10 to 10. Um, Shane Larkin went out with a shoulder injury. He got hit, he got blasted by Joel Embiid on a screen, like legal screen. That wasn't nothing illegal about it. Yeah, it was a hard But screen. nobody said anything for him. He ran right into it, and I, I think he dislocated his shoulder. That's what it looked like. It, he may have been like, what is it called? Subduction dislocation, where like it pops out, but it pops back in by itself, which means that like you, you could play through that. And they say he was questionable to come back, but he didn't. We'll see what he ends up doing uh, for next game because he has been pretty solid for them, you mm-hmm. know, as that backup PG, especially since Terry Rozier and Marcus Smart are starting. So, so you think this, the Sixers can come back? Yeah. They got two stars on the team. Why not? <laughs> hey, I'm a numbers man. I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but I don't think they are. I, I, I'm, I picked them to win the series, so I'm still sticking by them. I think they can. Uh, it's just hard to imagine Brad Stevens losing four games in a row. Yeah, that's, that's very hard. Yeah. Forget the forget the the uh, no team has ever done it. I just don't see Brad Stevens losing four four games in a row. That's the same point, team man. in the series. I mean, I'm just saying they probably won't, but I'm not going to be surprised if they do force a game seven. No, no, because you playing now. You playing the same. Because <laughs> if they do it, like I, you know, I, I you know, I'm not. I was, you know, I'm seeing it, it could happen. They can, but it, the numbers. Do, should, do, should what do you think will happen? Do you think they will come back, or do you think they won't? They're going to stretch out the series. Oh, you can do that with one game. <laughs> yeah, they just they just they, they just you think they're going to come back, or do you think they're, they're going to come back and win the series? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> they lose by forty five next game. <laughs> I mean, we'll, I we'll like, see. I like we'll see how it goes. I like that. that. That's that's what I be doing because I think they coming back. I think I, they doing the unthinkable. You said that about the Thunder. I did, <laughs> and they they would have. They did the unthinkable by losing in five. Shit. <laughs> it was. I could not predict a two for sixteen. I couldn't, bro. I couldn't. I could <laughs> if, if if that man go if that man go four for nine they win that series that, they win that game four for nine all you gotta do is make two more shots and they win the game and maybe turn the ball over two one less time two for sixteen oh my god get off playoff Pete all right let's god move on man. to the Western Conference where tonight we have potentially two series being wrapped up finally let's get this over with both man. teams are at home both teams are really good at home let's start off with the Jazz versus the Rockets um, last time they played against each other. Um, the Houston Rockets basically did the same thing they did for the other three wins that they got. Just came out strong and then looked back. Um, 100 to 87. That's the, oh, that was Chris Paul game. That was a Chris yeah, Paul why game. Why are you smiling? Why did you just say 187? 100 to 87. Why smiling? Oh. Yeah. That's going to be a good-ass series next round. The two top defenses so? in the playoffs. I think so. I hope so. I, 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 if that turns up being like a sweep I, or something, that's what I'm like saying. Rockets, I hope I'm going to so, be heated. But I don't know so. I hope why so. But why would the Rockets sweep the Warriors? No, if I said if the Rockets get swept, swept, oh, swept, I would be surprised. I would be surprised. They can't surprised. get one game. Yeah, just, yeah. I was surprised that Toronto got swept. It's the Warriors. I'm not surprised. That's the Rockets. The Rockets. Yeah, that's the I'm Rockets. I'm surprised what anything the Warriors do. Shit, <laughs> you want surprise? They they damn they couldn't close out the Celtics or I mean the the Pelicans or the Spurs, and you saying they're gonna sweep the Rockets? That's that's not gonna surprise you after they just. Win five games. They back did to back. lose a game to the Spurs. Let's let's be real. Okay. That, that was that's a bad loss. So if they rock, if they sweep the Rockets, that would be highly surprising. 
seeing that they couldn't close out it against the Spurs or the Pelicans in back-to-back rounds. And they got their ass beat by the Pelicans. Beat. Um, they got their ass beat. How so? You running that one? They game? lost by like twenty. Oh yeah, they lost by twenty. I no, I'm talking, no, I I'm talking about the games that they won. They got their ass beat. The games that they won. <laughs> um, y'all guessing that they're just gonna close out both series tonight? Yes, yes. 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 And uh, if they don't, I'm gonna be highly upset because I do not want the Jazz. The Jazz are a better team, but I feel like OKC would have put up a way better fight. Yeah, that, that you know matchups just they do that sometimes. Uh, the Rudy Gobert is is hard for the Thunder to match up with when they got Russell Westbrook, their best player. Uh, attacking is when he's at his best. So when he limits that, that changes the series for them. Yeah, because then you got Harden who can shoot the three, shoot the mid range, everything. Chris so. Paul can take it, take some pressure off him. So yeah, and then now they have Clint Capella stepping up against Gobert. You know, then not having Rubio hurts their offense a lot. He was questionable for last game or this game coming up, but then they marked him out. Um, I guess whatever with that hamstring is just too much and he won't play. Um, regardless, if the series does end up end, um, ending tonight, Utah Jazz had a phenomenal season. Yes, bro. Phenomenal they have nothing season. to be ashamed about. Not at all. They win They're going to come back stronger next year. Bro. The best I offense. I don't, I don't of all know time. about that. You're talking about because people going to be gone? Mm-hmm. Might be. It's possible, but I think I, they, I like Decor with Mitchell and Colbert. Ingles, Rubio. That's true. Ingles ain't a part of that core. Yeah, I mean, he, he's really good for their team, though. He so is. I guess you, uh, you're not a core piece, but he's a good role player, like a Roko to a Sixers team. Roko is more a part of the Sixers core than he is. They just signed him to an extension. They just signed Joe Ingles to an extension, too. For how long? I think it was three years when they were trying to get Gordon yeah. Hayward to come back. They resigned oh, him for three did. years. That's why they got Rubio. So that was a blessing. Yeah. Gordon Hayward blessed them by, <laughs> and he still left. Oh man! I see somebody. See somebody also tweet you about that too. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Could you say it's, it's no untold story or it's nothing that's not talked about in the NBA on YouTube? And a dude hit him like nobody's talking about the the mistake Gordon Hayward made. And Kenny was like, Hi, what mistake he made? Uh, leaving the Utah Jazz and he if he didn't leave, he wouldn't have broke his foot and they would have him. To that's help what he said, bro. That's some real. He really said that. And what did you say? I you said, said you are the worst kind of NBA. Fan. And then he said you're a blah 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 fan. And then somebody was like. Why you unfollow him then? Why you following him then? And he said, "Oh my bad, let me unfollow." Yeah, and it was fun. It's funny that guy. That guy was an idiot. Yeah, that was super funny. Um, yeah, I just stopped replying because once I reply to some, you know, the army, the, the team, the overtime army is gonna come at the guy, yeah. and they were on his head, bro. They were really on his head because he said he said something about this generation being soft, soft and then yeah. somebody replied like, "Dude, you were born in '95. <laughs> <laughs> You're a couple months older than him." I, I was gonna say something to him myself. I went to his profile. And I, I just like you know I'm it ain't even worth it, bro. Because I just, like you, this man has he took a picture, okay, of of some bracelet. This man drove hours to go to like a two K event, and he was tweeting oh, Ronnie two yeah. K. Yeah, like hey, I still have the bracelet when I got in, and he had like a piece of paper with writing on it, like hey Ronnie Ronnie two. So I'm like, oh my gosh, he was like, at the two K esports. Oh my gosh, the tip off tournament, dog. It's funny when things like that happen. He, you know, he just sounds like a salty fan that's mad yeah. um, about a player doing what they have the right to do, which is switching teams. I don't teams. be understanding how y'all be getting that mad because you know the Jazz. Like, all of this should make you happy. Y'all ain't got further than you expected. You, you, you really thought the Jazz had a chance? Like, cut it out. Stop. Like, you know, you know better. Guys, there a point to, like, they shouldn't be mad about anything. They should be Exactly. Fine. It's Exactly. Static. 
they should still be fans of Gordon Hayward. He didn't do it like, you know, he did his time in Utah. He wanted to go play with his college coach that led him to an NCAA championship game. And he did that. You know, it's not like he he didn't he didn't do anything bad for Utah. He's they set up. They like we said, they set up now without him. He did what he what yes. They got like do. they have a young superstar. That's like one of the most without Gordon Hayward. That's like one of the like the best values. Yeah, in with the Gordon Hayward, Donovan star. Mitchell probably not Donovan Mitchell, not to the extent that he is. That's what somebody else said too. Yeah. Um, so relax, dog. He just expressed his right that we all have. If we have a job that we don't want anymore, we can switch jobs. You know, we can quit our job, and that's what Gordon Hayward did. He quit his job in Utah and got a new job in Boston. That's just his right. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Derek Favors. Yeah, yeah. Um, he only played 16 minutes last game, and I don't remember if that's because of foul trouble or anything, um, but he only played 16 minutes, which is maybe not the greatest, or maybe it's just not a good matchup for him. Probably not because they stretched the floor. He played 13 minutes the game before. So, yeah, maybe it's just not a good matchup for him, and he's not in uh, Quinn Snyder. He's away from the paint. He's got something else going on. He has to guard P.J. Tucker. Yeah, so the Rockets are really good. They're, like, defending down low. They'll, they'll double team you and they rotations on point That's to get what back. I'm waiting on I'm waiting on Draymond Green and PJ Tucker to get into it I cannot wait for that Because <laughs> you know it's going You know it's going to happen You know it's going to happen Because I, I just Man The Warriors they As great of a team as they are I just hate the things that they do Like when Rondo started doing all his little antics and stuff They have a problem with it now Y'all got the dirtiest Probably one of the dirtiest players in the league On y'all team And nobody care when he do anything But now that it's happening back to y'all Y'all care. Steve, Steve Kerr saying, oh, man, the stuff Rondo doing is dangerous. For the past four years, Draymond Green been kicking people all in their nuts and they face. And now all of a sudden it's dangerous because somebody doing it back to y'all. Cut it out, man. Cut it out. Let's go you to would the be, series. You would do the same. Like, no, nah, like, I can see what, you, what they were doing, though. Because, like, say, say you got Tony Allen on his team or on your team and he hacking the fuck out of somebody. But then the rest ain't saying shit. But, you know, on the other side, you'd be like, damn, get him off him. But, you know, if that's my team, I'd be but like. see, that's different because that's just in the game. As far as dirtiness, I'm going to be like, shit, we doing it back. Period. <laughs> we don't. We not looking to hurt nobody to do nothing. But if you do it, we're going to defend ourselves and do it back. I'm going to be like, they doing it. That's exactly what I'm going to say. They doing True. it. All right, then. And if they ask me about my, if I was a coach and Draymond was initiating the dirty shit, I would be like, his ass need to chill. Or he going to get suspended and we going to lose. <laughs> But yeah, they gon' they gonna close. I got I got them closing out this game tonight. They better better not let the Pelicans keep extending this trash series. Last so. last game you had KD having a KD night. He had almost forty. Um, and I watched the first half of this game, and I was so uninterested because it was already a blowout in the first half. And it it's just first it, quarter. First quarter, yeah, they were they were about eighteen, but then they brought it back. Came the Pelicans back. came yeah. back. Um, it was, it's so uninteresting, man, and it's weird to say because we still have Anthony Davis on the other side giving you like thirty. But we know the outcome. We yeah. know the outcome of this series, man. The and others aren't playing as good as they did last last round. Yeah, we're not seeing forty point Drew Holiday. We or we seeing Nico. twenty point, which is good, but it's just, it Nico. won't be enough. Nico's not really done. Nope, seven points. Uh, yeah, Solomon Hill, it's all those dudes that showed That's up. It's gonna kill me if this next round is bad. If it's just like real one way. I'm going to be mad. The yeah. Pelicans uh, also should be happy with this season. Yeah. yeah. Made the playoffs yeah. again. Not only made the playoffs, they got out of the first round. No, the Marcus they, with the Basically, they, uh, I don't even second, know if they, yeah, second. let's say they second he, super. Anthony Davis is a better player than DeMarcus Cousins. Um, I don't know. 
You just said that with a lot of ease. Yeah, I'm I'm very confident. <laughs> I'm not confident. Yeah, I think Davis the face of their franchise, but is he the better player? I don't know. I think so. I think is I think he is for sure. Actually, just all around. I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, his defense is so good. Yeah. That I, I think it can kind of uh, make Boogie. up that uh, that offense that Boogie. Has. I don't think Marcus Cousins is no slouch on the defensive side, and I think he's a better scorer. What's good, y'all? This is your boy Justin, aka Just Blaze, host of Above the Rim. And if you want a raw take on the NBA, Above the Rim is a show for you with dope beats and entertaining guests each week. We offer a great new insight on all things NBA. You don't want to miss it. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the Almighty Baller Network. You're not wrong with yeah, yeah, the three yeah. batter. He'd take you off the dribble, post That's, you up. That, no matter roll, what. He can handle They're going to be better next season. If, he, if he's still there, they're going to be a better team. Hopefully. If he's still there. Hopefully he comes back 100%. Which is which is a big if because what was it, it was an Achilles right he had yeah. the Achilles tear and uh, one of the biggest career enders definitely could be but if you got the three players who career ended uh, ended with that I don't know Kobe now you know it's a career ender. I I wouldn't say it was career ending but it seemed like once those injury that injury happened he started declining yeah no Kobe yeah but he was also like thirty seven no. Rudy yeah. Gay. He came back this year and wasn't amazing. You know, he had averaged like 18, 19 last game, last season. And this season, he he had a productive year. He just wasn't great. I, definitely not a, a career ender, though. But Yeah, he, I, I just had yeah, – he he's not the first person I heard say that. And I, don't, I just didn't know too many people that have the injury. So I'd be wondering why people would just be saying that. There was a couple of football players who had it, too, that they listed on that, that they put on that list. I'm I'm curious now. I'm gonna look that up. NBA players who suffered. Yeah, I just don't know a lot because like everything I watch, whether it's like ESPN. Oh, no what you know I what? I remember a specific article, and maybe it'll pop up first that I read yeah. after the boogie injury that yeah. somebody laid it out. Um, how NBA players historically fare with Achilles injury? Y'all can keep talking, but yeah, this is the exact article I read because it's the it's, boogie. Yeah, I'm interested to hear some of these names. Um, Rudy Gay on this list. Wesley Matthews, which um, after the injury, he came back stronger than ever. Brandon Jennings had it when he was 26 I after the injury. You, you, did, you read this article, right? How their numbers, it showed their yeah, numbers. Yeah, their numbers decreased. Kobe, Anderson Virgil, Chauncey Billups, Matt O'Core, Elton Brand um, went from averaging about 23 to averaging What about 15. Chauncey Billups? Because a lot of these dudes I'm hearing it was already kind of older. Um, it wasn't so Chauncey. He was, yeah, Chauncey was 35 when he had the injury. Kobe. He averaged 15 points per game the year that he injured, and then the next year he just played 41 games. Oh, next two years he played 41 games total, and then he retired after that. So you can say that could be age. That could be age. You know, that they don't necessarily deal with the injury. Let's see if I can find somebody that was younger. Brandon Jennings. Okay. Yeah, with the Detroit Pistons. Before he played with Detroit Pistons and the Milwaukee Bucks as a backup point guard and may have been headed out of the league anyway. But for the next two seasons, he played a total of 81 games. He was killing before that. Yeah, that's how he was killing. You said he might have been out of the league. Yeah, he was, he, was, yeah, he, was, he was killing before that Achilles. That Achilles would drove him out of the league. He was killing with them. That's when they had, they just had a bad team because they had Greg Monroe, Josh Smith, and Andre Drummond in their front court. What <laughs> type of spacing was that going to bring? Uh, what about Wesley Matthews? Let me hear his number because he came back better than ever. Yeah, um, Wesley Matthews averaged 15 points per game before the injury. Uh, he started for the Mavericks the season open and the year after that, so he only took a couple months to recover. But, oh, he never was the same player. <laughs> no, yeah, I was thinking. Right, because I'm like, he ain't, he ain't done much since. Um, 
Portland. Another one is Lafonso Ellis. Yes, from, from back Denver in the Nuggets. 90s. Um, the high flyer averaged 22 points per game and seven rebounds before the injury, then end up averaging just 15 points per game. That makes sense for him because he's a high flyer. Yeah, he's a high flyer. So. And Dominique Wilkins is the last case that they have on this list. How old was he? Uh, 32. Okay. Yep. He didn't change, though. Did he? I'm guessing at 32, he wasn't throwing down them crazy-ass dunks anyway. Yeah. Did it say his PPG? No, nah, that wouldn't end up saying PPG. This is a hope for you, DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, for sure. My money is that he will yeah, come I back. I mean, he wasn't a high flyer anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but, he didn't but rely on that. He put a lot of weight on it. That's the mm, one thing. Yes. Yeah. But um, he should, he should be all right. It's just, it, it is interesting to see what route they're going to go because it's a lot of conversation that they might be better without him, in which we, we see that necessarily just having the big names on your team ain't going to win the games. You know what I mean? You got to have some continuity and some uh, chemistry. Not Shit. saying that him and Anthony Davis ain't Yeah, cool, he said he likes playing with him a lot. Yeah. Dominique Wilkins' numbers literally say the same. He averaged one less point after the injury. Just one. With the Clippers? Was he with the uh, Clippers? He the team. Okay. And then he only took a couple months to get better, too. So, I don't know. I guess it. I guess it goes on your own timetable. Some people here set out for like an entire season afterwards. Some people here just set out for like four or five months. So I actually looked it up a couple of days ago. That shit disgusting, man. That shit like, <laughs> it like it's literally open. It's literally open. Then they gotta go in. Nah, I ain't, that shit oh, crazy. you mean like the surgical process? Yeah. Yeah, surgery is always cool though, to me. I've all, whenever I see some surgical pictures or stuff like that, I was interested. Never ever wanted to do that shit myself, but right. just like interested in knowing what tendons are for what and stuff like. That. I never even knew that had happened to Chauncey Billups. And speaking of Billups, I'm glad you had brought him up because yeah. you refreshed my memory. That's a good a tra- job segue. opening has entered his hands, damn near. And it seems like he is the guy that makes perfect sense to a lot of people around the league, especially and the Stan Van. Gundy has left the Detroit Pistons, which now is an opening up for a former Detroit basketball guy himself, Chauncey they, Billups. They said they wanted to interview Brett Berry, too. Yeah, they had a couple yeah, guys yeah, in their list. Never they have to get a new uh, man, a GM, too. What? Yeah, well, yeah, because he, he was both, so they need to bring in a new was general he both? manager. Because they be at, like, cause they'll say Doc Rivers is the, the, the coach slash president, but he's really the GM role. So mm-hmm. it's, it is a GM there. He just... Has more control of being of more than being a coach. Stan Van called all the shots in the front office. According, apparently, uh, he he was the one for the Blake Griffin deal. So the yeah, original, he called the shots. Yeah, but was that role vacant? Like, was oh, there I, nobody? I, I, I don't know. I don't okay, know. I'm about to see. Um, but yeah, the the idea was at first they wanted him to just not be the quote unquote general manager. But they, then I guess Stan Van Gundy's like, I don't want to coach if I can't have like. Full control, and they decided to part ways. Yeah, see, they they do have a general manager. They just give more power to Stan Van Gundy. Jeff Bauer is uh, their GM, former general manager and head coach of the New Orleans Hornets. Um, yeah, I think it's a good move for the Pistons. I think it was time for that that relationship to go um, in separate ways. Uh, they're just now they're just in a, in a tough position yeah. because you got Blake Griffin, Dr- Drummond, Reggie Jackson. <clears throat> then I, I mentioned when the, the Blake Griffin trade happened, you got they giving nine million a year to Langston Galloway. Uh, John Lohr is making like ten million a year. Stay so against so these guys, you know what I'm yeah, he he was giving them free money, and these are dudes who are not even playing. And when they do play, they ain't much of a difference. Did you miss the name John Lohr? Because John Lohr got paid too. Yeah, he, <laughs> said, he, said, oh, he said John Lohr. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they got a couple guys under wraps that just ain't worth the money, which is uh, and they have no value to trade. So yeah, 
they pretty much stuck. They didn't make the playoffs, so hope man, if they can get, they can move up in that lottery somehow, some way, and get them a uh, Mikael Bridges or something. Yeah, yeah like they that. They can trade Blake Griffin for a better pick. They not trade. They, Blake Griffin is not getting traded again. They can't. I think there's a there's like a, a waiting period. A period of time. I, I don't think there's no way in hell, even if they could, that they would do that. Nobody wants that thirty eight million dollars when he's thirty four years old. Nobody wants that shit except for Stan Van Gundy, apparently. He didn't really want it. He just knew what was going to happen. He he knew that his job was in jeopardy, so, so he, he needed something. I heard they was all in. They was all in for it. The whole front office was all in. That's why they was okay with firing him and letting that happen, even if it even if he was going to get fired because they they was all with it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think that that was a home run for him to try to get in the playoffs um, and have something to say. Like, man, look, we made the playoffs. He, you know, if we can get him for a whole year. I could probably work something. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I think the best thing was for them to fire him and not make the playoffs, and now they got a potential lottery pick because that has some, what do you call it, uh, value more than anybody on their team. And, you know, maybe they can find a way to get that off with a big contract. Maybe you get that off with a Reggie Jackson. Who would take it? I, I don't know. I'm just putting didn't some they ideas throw out. Their, I think they threw their pick to oh, the Clippers right. in the, the trade. Yeah, yeah, they duh. don't have their first round. What, what, what am I? Yeah, yeah. So duh. they fucked themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. Should make, miss the playoffs for no reason. I got a question for y'all. Mm-hmm. If we end up seeing Cavs Warriors again, do you think it's going to be the same result? No. Wait, as far Wait as what do you mean? The Warriors winning? winning? Yeah, I no, would say like, the Warriors winning. in that fashion. What? what they, one type they, Okay, five games. I got to see what the Eastern Conference Finals look like. I got to see how they play against. I'm going I'm to just go out and land right now just to give you some type of answer. I'm going to say no just because there is no Kyrie for LeBron to depend on. He's going He's going into every series not depending on nobody. No, everybody stepping up and doing their job in like this past series was just a plus. He's coming in with the mentality that I'm doing this all on my own regardless. If whoever's going to show up, I'm coming. So I don't think we he had that mentality last year. Of course, he came in like he ready to go. But now he knows exactly what it is from the start. And then... You know, will they win? I, I I don't I don't know. You know, it's hard to bet against a, a team with four All Stars, yeah. <laughs> uh, two of them former MVPs. It's just, it's just so hard to bet against that team. Two superstars. But will they go exactly the same way? I don't know. And and to think that that series was a lot more closer than we think because Kevin Durant yeah. hit the game that that game went in three basically to make it you know three zero. You know, he missed that shot. It's easily two two. So. So that's that's a very good question. I feel like defensively, LeBron's gonna really come at KD if they play again. I think offensively, he's gonna go at his. Yeah, ass. both. Yeah. But I feel like defensively, he's gonna try to like shut down. Refresh my memory. Yeah, in that series, was KD guarding LeBron primarily, or was yep. Draymond? Yeah. Yep. It was KD. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't remember. Off the top I don't even. Did, did they even put LeBron on KD? I can't remember off the top of my head. Anything I, I tell you, they did. Anything I tell you would be a lie to, for me to sit up here. Yeah, that that was a year. Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson was guarding him a lot. That's a shame. <laughs> he was guarding him, but I can't say a lot because Richard oh. Jefferson didn't play a lot. Richard Jefferson was just in the Cavs um, practice facility the other night. Like, dude, you on you ain't on this team no more. Yeah. What the fuck is you doing here? <laughs> he, on a, he on a Nuggets. He's like, <laughs> okay. it's he like you see Isaiah Thomas though. No, he ain't got that. He ain't got that little. Isaiah Thomas. Hey, speaking of that, am I the only person that keeps seeing Nick Stauskas in the six at the Sixers game behind the rim? Why is he at every game? Dog, you're not a part of the process no more, dog. <laughs> maybe, it out. maybe you got friends, though. You I'm, see- I'm sh- shit. Don't, uh, no one's no way I got friends on the team, too, but you don't see him at every game. I don't think no one has no friends. He, he, know much, he know how much money he making this I year. see on Twitter. I mean, I see on Instagram. They, they rock with uh, no one's no way. Hell yeah. When he got traded, him and Joel Embiid, like, dapped up, hugged each other. Like, see you, see you later. You know, see you on the court. 
So they they even friends. It just didn't work out on court. Um, is that it? That's it. The on to the after show. show.